This is a UFC Fight Pass special report. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. This is Extra Round. UFC 266. Alexander Volkanovsky. Brian T-City Ortega. For the UFC Featherweight Championship of the World. Live from inside T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Extra Rounds. Now, alongside Pearl Gonzalez, here's your host, TJ DeSantis. Well, it is and still the featherweight champion of the world, Alexander Volkanovsky, gets his hand raised still inside the octagon as people file out here of T-Mobile Arena. The great is still the featherweight king, Pearl Gonzalez. Your thoughts on a hell of a fight that really saw, uh, I mean, everything you could want in a championship fight. It was drama back and forth, but ultimately, Alexander the Great reigns supreme. Oh my goodness, what a fight. What a treat did we just receive. That was an incredible fight. You said it best. Every which way in every area of the fight, it was amazing. It was competitive. Um, Ortega came through with the really deep submission attempts. And Alexander, I mean, what can you say? Volkanovski, he's the champ, and he proved it tonight why he is the great. Two judges actually scored the uh, fight with all five rounds going the way of Alexander Volkanovsky. One judge going 50-45, the other going 50-40, to uh, 40, or 50-44, I believe. Um, again, looking at this fight with Brian Ortega, Brian Ortega came very, very close to winning this fight despite ultimately coming up short. I, I, I can't believe what happened in that third round. That third round, to me, was round of the year. Brian Ortega very close with submissions. Volkanovski coming back and actually uh, almost pounding out Ortega. You know, I wonder if Brian Ortega wasn't prone in his corner, if the fight would have been able to continue because he barely had enough stamina and, you know, wherewithal to get back to his feet to get on a stool. Oh, my goodness. There is no questioning. Brian Ortega's heart. This man is a fighter to the core. I mean, he will fight until he can't fight anymore, until he cannot stand. And he he showed that. He showcased that tonight. Constantly looking for a finish throughout this fight. I mean, those submission attempts were so technical, so beautiful. That guillotine was in. That was so deep, TJ. You have no idea how deep that that guillotine was. And then he he took some ground and pound. He took some damage to get that triangle locked in in another tight submission uh, you know but it was the third round they're slippery they're bloody and those those are key factors in an MMA fight especially in submission attempts and you know when I look at T-City the nickname it's Triangle City it really was Triangle City for Brian Ortega getting yes. a shot of the concourse here inside T-Mobile Arena it was dominance though on the scorecards for Alexander Volkanovsky which is interesting when I think about it Pearl because when, when people go back and look at this fight in the record books, it's going to say unanimous decision for Alexander Volkanovsky. That doesn't really tell the story of Brian Ortega in this fight. A very game challenger, one that now has lost two UFC title fights. But I still think it's safe to say that Brian Ortega can bounce back because he's a very talented man at 145 pounds. Absolutely, and he's still fairly young in his career. I mean, he's, it's not like he's at the latter end of it. He's, he's so talented. You saw tonight how much his striking has improved. I think that Volkanovski was just one step ahead in the striking in the striking area. And, and Ortega had to, to deal with a lot of shots. I mean, and, and there were so many times 
that he rallied back, even in the fifth round to the end of the, the buzzer. He was trying to find a finish, trying to find a way to, to take the fight. And when you look at Alexander Volkanovsky, this was the type of performance that I think he wanted to turn in because we talked about his previous meetings with Max Holloway, very close decisions, ones that people made arguments that they should have gone the way of the blessed one and Max Holloway. Tonight, you cannot take away anything from Alexander Volkanovsky outside of the fact that, yes, he almost was finished, but that shows his wherewithal, his dur durability, his technical defense. I thought he was done with the triangle. I thought he was done with the guillotine, but ultimately he came back counted his way to a decision victory and the belt is going back home to New Zealand with Alexander Volkanovsky. Other fights that uh, went down tonight inside the T-Mobile Arena. Lauren Murphy was stopped by Valentina Shevchenko. When you look at uh, Valentina, it, it just doesn't get any better than this woman at 125 pounds. She was able to do it once again. Your thoughts on just uh, another dominant performance. It took a little bit longer than some people thought it would, but Valentina reigns supreme once again. Absolutely, and we talked about this fight, and Lauren Murphy is so tough. You know, she was so determined to come in here and, and show how tough and how talented and how hard she's worked. And I believe that tonight, you know, she was just a step behind. I don't think she really got her game and her rhythm. And that was because Valentina did not allow for that. Her timing was impeccable. Her, her ability to just see where the fight was constantly was incredible tonight. Fans were definitely treated to some mastery by the bullet. Valentina Shevchenko, she gets the stoppage of lucky Lauren Murphy. And, you know, as the fans pile out of here, Everybody's talking about, you know, what is next? The UFC, the hottest property in combat sports. For Valentina Shevchenko, she's one of the best fighters in the world, pound for pound. The only person that has seemed to get past her is Amanda Nunes. Is there any sort of desire, you think, to see that fight again ran back to see? Obviously, Nunes has a fight coming up uh, later on with Juliana Pena, but if Nunes is able to get past Pena, is it time for the bullet and the lioness to go to war once again in the octagon? I don't know, you know, let's see where this, what, what plays out and where this goes, but uh, Valentina said it before, she wants to compete against any and everyone in this division. This is what she's here for. She is a lifelong competitor. She wants to test herself against everyone, and there are women that are climbing the ranks, that are working their way to the top, and she's, she's more than prepared and ready to fight every single one of them. People filing out here inside of T-Mobile Arena where they saw Robbie Lawler defeat Nick Diaz. It was a TKO stoppage at 44 seconds of round number three. You know, a lot of questions about Nick Diaz moving forward and, and where he will go from here. But when you look at Robbie Lawler, I want to talk about what we saw tonight because this was a rematch 17 years in the making. And I think we saw what 17 years can do for a fighter in their maturity level because these guys both came in ready to go and you know a, a fight that was originally scheduled at 170 pounds it goes off tonight at 185 but it was very measured nick was big but nick was powerful robbie was game he was able to walk through that power of nick diaz ultimately get a stoppage your thoughts on the performance turned in by ruthless robbie lawler oh my goodness his pressure tonight was incredible i believe that that played a very big factor in this fight and, and the way that it, it played out uh, he was constantly pressing forward constantly in nick diaz's face had amazing body shots you said it best he was very well timed tonight impeccable accurate was willing to take shots to to, to give shots 
and ultimately got the finish. And when we look at Nick Diaz, there were a lot of questions about what kind of Nick Diaz we would see, especially when the change in weight came midweek before this fight. Originally scheduled at 170 pounds, it moves to 185 pounds. I think we saw a pretty solid performance by Nick Diaz. I know he unfortunately wasn't able to continue after getting stopped, but he was game throughout. It was a very competitive fight. It was shaping up to be very Nick Diaz-like. You know, he is a guy that always goes out there and yeah, he'll he'll take some shots to give some shots. And for Nick Diaz, he took some shots and ultimately wasn't able to weather the storm. But it leads me to the next question. What is next for Nick Diaz? Because while he got stopped tonight, which is very un-Nick Diaz-like, I think we saw maybe uh, maybe the return of Diaz in the sense that he comes back again. Maybe this is something he does want to focus on and continue. Do, do you feel like this could be the first of a couple more for Diaz on the way out? Absolutely. And, and you asked, you know, what's next for him? And I think the only thing that is next for him is to get back in there and to compete again and test his skills again. We watched in the, in the beginning of that fight, he was taking big, deep breaths. And it wasn't because he was tired. I believe it was because he was just taking in the moment and what was really happening in this in this fight. Robbie was put, putting constant pressure on Nick, and Nick had great shots. I mean, he was going to the body. He had these nice, clean, straight shots that were landing. He was able to deal with the pressure up until he wasn't. And I do believe that Robbie Lawler had, had hit through some really hard body shots, and I ultimately believe that is what led to the end of that fight, was all the body shots and the damage that Nick took to his body. You can't you can't train your, your liver, you can't train your body to take shots like that. And the best thing that he can do is, is go back to the drawing board, fix the mistakes that were made, get back in here and compete. We talked about this before the fight, TJ, the, the fight happened. Robbie's been in there, he's been active, he's, he's evolving with the sport. Nick's taking some time off. And now that he's here, he's back, he's got his feet wet, he was in, in the crowd again, he got to feel what it was like to be in a fight. The best thing he can do is continue to improve, continue to move forward and, and fight and compete again. She's Pearl Gonzalez. I'm TJ DeSantis. This is Extra Rounds here on UFC Fight Pass. We are still live inside T-Mobile Arena, the site of UFC 266. It was a hell of a night. If you missed it, uh, definitely go back and check it out because it had one of the fights of the year, one of the rounds of the year in our main event. But going back to Nick Diaz for a brief moment, I want to talk about the buzz in this building because this was a very pro-Diaz crowd tonight. Yes. And that shows something. There was a need and a desire for these people to see Nick Diaz perform. And again, while they didn't get the result that they necessarily wanted tonight, I think they're definitely going to be ready to buy another Nick Diaz pay-per-view the next time it comes up. Absolutely. And if, if, he, if he thought at all that he was not relevant. Tonight proved that he is very much relevant in this sport, very much missed. Everyone loved his show. Even even after the fight was over, the crowd was extremely loud. They were still, I mean, we saw it all night long. Nick Diaz fans everywhere. And uh, yeah, he's here. He's here. And, and I hope that he felt that love tonight and, and that eagerness to want to come back and compete. There are plenty of Nick Diaz fans here. We got some guys on the left-hand side. He should go over here and get in on the camera. Go over here. <laughs> get in on the camera. They're ravenous here in Las Vegas. Back up, back up. There you go. There right you go. There. Yeah. All right, why not? You know, it's extra rounds. We're having fun. Come over here. Come over here. We're, we're just handing you a microphone, which might not be the best idea, but... <laughs> You know, oh, I come with it here. We're Brian Ortega team, but we lost. We take it the last call, no matter what. We are gonna come back soon. <laughs> yes, Woo! there we go. Yes. What's, what's your name? 
Anthony. Anthony. Nice, nice to meet you, Anthony. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you I'm so Tito's much. Pearl. This is Pearl. You are T265. T-Mobile Arena. Yeah. There's Anthony checking in. Extra rounds right here on UFC Fight Pass. There's nothing quite like fight night here in Las Vegas. And, and again, you know, Brian Ortega, he was shouting him out. Anthony shouting out Brian Ortega. You know, this is a loss for Ortega, but he's really not a loss. Oh he showed how game he was yes. and how skilled he was. Alexander Volkanovsky is the best in the world at 145 pounds. And Brian Ortega almost beat him with, what, three different submission holds tonight. Oh, my goodness. You know, I think the biggest factor in this fight and the, the success of Volkanovsky tonight what I saw was his feints, his ability to faint, his ability to, to fake the takedown. And that, that was constantly keeping Ortega on his feet. And also his movement, TJ, he, he, he maneuvered a lot of damage. He moved out of the way of a lot of damage just by his movement, his footwork, and the ability to move out of the way and not take these big shots and long, lanky shots that Ortega had. I do believe that that was his biggest tool tonight, and he used it so well. He definitely earned a lot of respect tonight looking at the odds. This is how they closed. Um, actually, this is how they opened earlier in the week. Minus 170 was Alexander Volkanovsky. The comeback on Brian Ortega was plus 150. Let's see how they actually closed come fight time. Alexander Volkanovsky was bet up to minus 190. Ortega, the comeback at plus 160. Also, some late love shown the way of Valentina Shevchenko. She closed at minus 1500, which is an insane favorite uh, in mixed martial arts. Lauren Murphy at plus 850. Robbie Lawler definitely got some more love uh, when the fight was moved to 185 pounds. The ruthless one closes at minus 155. Plus 135 is what Nick Diaz closed at. DraftKings believes life is more fun with skin in the game. Get in on the action with sports betting, daily fantasy contests, and free-to-play pools. Download any of the DraftKings apps today using promo code FIGHTPASS. It is TJ DeSantis, Pearl Gonzalez. We are live here in Las Vegas. UFC 266 Really the perfect bow to International Fight Week. And, you know, honestly, coming into tonight's proceedings with a Nick Diaz return, I actually kind of felt bad for our co-main and main event fighters because, I mean, I, I think I saw, honestly, maybe 300 Nick Diaz shirts right where we were sitting. But the athletes from top to bottom really came and, and put on a show and, and did everything they could to steal the show themselves. And, and Pearl, I, you know, from the Hall of Fame on uh, Thursday to tonight, the fan experience out of the plaza, if you haven't been to a UFC event, or maybe you haven't been in a while because of COVID, what are you doing? Get to Las Vegas, come hang out with us. And I cannot wait to see the UFC invade Madison Square Garden later this year. Absolutely. It was an incredible night tonight, an incredible week, so much fun. It was so nice to feel the energy of the crowd again, to see the fans, to see how much fun and just the energy. So absolutely, make sure you come out and check, check out a UFC. You know, we started things uh, with the Hall of Fame ceremony on Thursday and really finished with a fight that has potential in its own way to be in a, in a Hall of Fame. Because, again, I don't know if I've seen a more dramatic round in mixed martial arts than what we saw in that third round between Volkanovski and Ortega. You know, it, honestly, what Brian Ortega did to Volkanovski, I don't know if many other people can because his jiu-jitsu game is so unique. And for Volkanovski, the evolution to come back and nearly pound him out. We saw everyone just, just grow leaps and bounds tonight, whether it was some of the fighters in the undercard or even those proven commodities in our main event spotlight. Absolutely, TJ. And the biggest thing is he, he, he threw on those submission attempts 
with his eye half closed. He had, I believe, like five cuts at the end of that fight. I mean, he was battered. He never lost one ounce of hope, one ounce of determination to win this fight. There's no questioning Brian Ortega's heart, his skills. He's talented. You said it best. He got better. He left this octagon better tonight. And you can tell he left a piece of his soul in that on that canvas in there. This is one of those fight cards that even if you did watch it live, it's got a lot of uh, you know evergreen qualities about it because there were some some wars to definitely watch again and uh, we encourage you to do so. If you did not order this pay-per-view, rectify that situation because it was <laughs> one for the ages. Anything else uh, on the way out here, Pearl? Because again, you know this was uh, the cherry on top to an amazing week with International Fight Week. I, I hope we did a good enough job so they keep letting us come out here and you know kill some time with the fans and and just you know again keep putting in that uh, extra round. Absolutely, it was a great night, and I hope I hope the fans loved it too. How are you today? Oh. Did you enjoy yourself? <laughs> oh, it's good to hear. Yeah, she said it was a good swear word. Swear uh, can, word. Can you fight. can you translate that for the people? It was a good fucking fight. That's right? what she said. Right, Pearl. <laughs> th there's no rules here on extra rounds. See? Exactly. This concludes our live broadcast of Extra Rounds. Are we still on the air? Watch the archive anytime on UFC Fight Pass or Facebook.com slash UFC Fight Pass. You can also listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.